Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Oh, hi, Mark. That's that famous walk-up music, famous scream-up music, that painful... It's Mark Rohde time. Hi, Mark Rohde. How are you, Mark Rohde? Welcome to Mark Rohde. Steve, it's, it's what we call... In the the grudge community, the grunge community, the grudge community. Are you holding a <laughs> you holding a grunge? You're the grudge community, actually. <laughs> that's that's why we work so well. I was the grunge community, yes, and you were the grudge community. But in the grunge community, we call it angst. You know, we had angst generation, whatever I am, X. <laughs> I X Y Z millennials. Yeah, I was a left out generation. There's really nothing interesting about my generation except for grunge, I suppose. I mean, that's that's in the the midst of it. But we are Gen X is a forgotten, non prominent generation in terms of um, being distinctive. Let's put it that way. Well, you got your letter. You got a letter, so you're distinctive from that standpoint. What are you trying to? do you want me to help you on with your cross as you play the martyr here? You guys are, <laughs> well, you guys are a thing. Oh, no, I didn't say I'm not a Hall of Famer at Illinois <laughs> State University. I mean, I didn't take away my <laughs> accolades. I am simply saying that with all that is made of the current generations that exist and the baby boomers, Gen X has definitely taken a backseat to the prominence of those generations. Every time I hear that, I assume that's... That's some woman. That's a new singer. Gen X. <laughs> like MTV would feature her. And okay. What about so, the millennials? That that sounds like a boy band, doesn't it? Hey, it's the millennials. The millennials. Yeah, that's right. And they're singing the thing that you do. And Tom Hanks is managing them. <laughs> right? I don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. <laughs> are. He's kind of a Hall of Famer. He's, people know him. People know, people, him. People know me. He's Mark Rohde. And he's joining me on the Score Hotline, presented by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, some of the world's largest sports book. So I got wind of all of the major Bears draft, Bears run-up, Bears free agents, all the stuff that Mark Rohde's going to do. And I'm not sure what you're at liberty to talk about. I know we're heading into the Combine. Ryan Poles will be available. So what are your thoughts and what are you going to be doing? What can you share with the class? What are your thoughts on what you expect Ryan Poles to say or not say coming up soon. Well, that's a that is a lot of question right there because yeah. there's a big answer to it. And I'll start with 
what I will be doing, I will be at the NFL Combine starting Tuesday. Ryan Poles and Matt Eberflus will speak on that first day on Tuesday. Poles at uh, 10 a.m. and then Matt Eberflus a little bit later at noon, all in Indianapolis. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to be very busy there because actually starting on the Thursday of next week when I'm at the Combine, we're going to be debuting a new show on The Score, and I get to be the host of it, and it is called on the clock bears on the clock every thursday from six until seven like i said the debut show will be uh, this thursday live from indianapolis at some place where i can set up my remote equipment and do a uh, do a football show so six to seven at least until the draft so on the clock get it get it everybody and oh wow yeah, and then we're going to be doing another big countdown. You know, countdowns are big at the score, and I'm going to be doing a countdown starting in uh, April to count down to the draft, and the each will include draft vignettes, getting to know some of these guys a little bit better, some of the great content we, that we have on the score. So your boy Grody's going to be a busy boy starting. The, the fun's over for me, this, this relaxing and sleeping in until noon every day lifestyle uh -huh. that I've had going since <laughs> football ended. I've been told – Time to get your act back together. Get up off your butt. You've got some shows to perform. But, no, I can't wait, man. I, I'm So much with, for that. I'm sitting here with scouting reports in front of me and all sorts of stuff uh, spread out. I've been looking at some of the edge rushers beyond Will Anderson today. So I can't wait. I'll be reporting on the score all week. Another thing that I'm going to be doing, too, while I'm there, on top of the things that I said, is some unique stuff for our Odyssey app, which I will get more detailed about, but I'll be doing daily reports um, on that with Gabe Ramirez. So this ain't a – there's not going to be a lot of time for screwing around for me in Indianapolis. They have tasked me with real jobs to do, and I actually am looking very forward to it, Stevie Sun. There's no reason to screw around in Indianapolis. You <laughs> might as well work. It's not like you're going to New Orleans and they're saying you're going to be chained to your hotel room. That's true. I, I like to call it the mall lifestyle in Indianapolis. The entire town feels like a very well-connected mall. If you like the mall lifestyle, you'll like Indianapolis. It's a, it is a very user-friendly city, and I like I like. I got up. It's going to suck someday if they don't have the combine in Indianapolis. I would just say when you get to in, when you cross the state line, you get into Indiana. Make sure. Just so everything is set right and synchronized, make sure you turn your watch back 20 years. Just, <laughs> just when you cross the state line, make sure that happens. Oh, Sick I don't know about that. I mean, the city of Minneapolis has some progressiveness about it. Maybe some of the outlying areas, I think, is what you mean, actually, Steve. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But yeah, okay. where they fair have. Enough. Fair enough. Yeah, okay. So fair the <clears throat> 630 texter, I am closer to God when Mark Grody is on the radio. That makes sense to me. <laughs> sure it would. And 773 Texture, this is easily my favorite score show. Thank you, Steve. Grunge it up. Well, yeah, Mark's baby. actually the grunging it up. Right. I feel like I'm giving this show a serious blast right now. I think yeah, I you're, you're the rating spike, the human the, rating I, spike. He's what's Mark what's going on here, by the way? I, I uh, The Blackhawks going to trade Patrick Kane? Is that going down today? They, I don't know, know what's hearing? going down today, but they're they're making they apparently it sounds like they need a third team in there. Elliot Friedman of all across Canada. Um, I think he's with the Sports Network. I think he's with TSN. They all are. Has tweeted out that it's it's the Rangers 
Don't expect a big payback because Patrick Kane has made sure the Blackhawks won't get much back because he's limited his team choices to one. They're in Le Ranger, and they are trying to make sure that once the thing comes down, it stays down and suddenly is not, you don't have to worry about selling crap. Yeah, everybody's eligible, everybody's healthy. That's the way it that's the way it's going to come down, apparently. So they're making sure it's all there, and they've got. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> That's yeah. Well, I'm only going to allow you to trade me to one team, and you're not get a lot, a lot back. Boy, that would be. But they're not because he's Patrick Kane, who has the he has a no movement clause because everybody who ever won a Stanley Cup ring gets a no movement clause. But how horrible would that be if you lost Kane and you didn't get anything for him? What a waste. But anyway. Well, but. Well, whatever. It's the way it's going to go. Am I reading that wrong? Am I am I wrong on that? No, what? you're not. I mean, yeah, but yeah. but you're not getting you're getting a spike of Patrick Kane. The other night he wanted to play and he did, and maybe he reunite. You know, the Rangers they have that Panarin guy, and oh man, the good old days of the the yeah, Kane. Yeah. So, so that appears to be what he has done, and by doing that, the Rangers say, well, why do we have to give you a lot? We're the only team you can negotiate with. And when Kyle know. Davidson could say, then we won't negotiate with you. That's all there is to it. I, I, I mean, it's a matter who do you... As a Hawks, I'd almost say screw it. I'm not giving up yeah. this, this, like, maybe the greatest player the franchise has ever had. We're not going to give this guy up, like, for nothing. I mean, man, that would that would blow. That would blow. But anyway. All right, so 847 texture. Indiana doesn't just suck on Saturday. Suckage sucks every day. 219 texter, 20 okay. years, more like 50 years. I like Indiana. It's the home of David Haw, and he's one of my favorite people. So, All right. yeah. yeah. So, See how I did that? So the, the question you want to ask that will get asked of Ryan Poles at the Combine forever after, and you have the number one pick, and you have to – are more picks better than, say, Jalen Carter, a generational talent, at the most important position in your coaches, your handpicked coach says, this is the defense I want to play. This is the, th- the three technique. We'll have less explain it later is the most important position in that defense. This is the best guy. He's generational. He'll be here for 10 years. Is that more valuable to what the bears can accomplish than trading back, hoping, praying, dealing with whatever comes and getting more picks. I think Jalen Carter is going to be a good pro. We don't know for sure that he's going to be a special pro. And if you're messing with those guys at the the top of the draft, I mean, the Jalen Carter and Will Anderson, do you best make sure that those guys are, are – going to be very good for a long time. And I don't know if there's that guarantee. I mean, there's just not. I mean, it, it's really it's really difficult to say that. I mean, we've seen some precedent with some of the other pass rushers like Will Anderson and Jalen. I mean, how often do we see an interior defensive lineman, and we're talking about Jalen Carter, truly come in and just – absolutely worn sap everything and just be <laughs> just yeah. be a dominant player right away. You ever be, play with a three technique? Uh, it, believe me, I know what it is, and I, I know what you're doing. 
you got to have one. You absolutely have to have one. So it wouldn't be an upset if they did draft Jalen Carter with that. But when you ask, you know, is this the the game-changing player, there's no way to guarantee that. And he is a terrific player. And I think he's going to be good. But I think that there is extreme risk in just keeping that pick at the top of the draft and saying, oh, yeah, you got to have Jalen Carter or you got to have Will Anderson because I've never seen players like this. They don't have that cachet. I mean, great college players, but I don't know that they have that cachet of this is the next guy that's going to completely interrupt the NFL and average 12 to 15 sacks a year. Um, so it's it would be a risk to just stick around there. I'm more team, you know, trade down and get more picks, although – you know, there there is that part too, that excitement of taking the number one overall pick and being confident in it. So, how far back would you go then? Obviously, you're in favor of getting more picks. You want more picks. There's so many holes on this team. More picks give you the chance to get it to get it right more often. So, how far back do you think Ryan Poles can go and still get a player who should start for ten years? <laughs> Man, I mean. If you could, if you could get some one of these teams with two picks, like Houston, Seattle, Detroit, did I say Houston? Yeah, I did say Houston. One of those teams, if one of those teams is desperate enough, like re, really want, like if Houston badly wants that first pick, the Bears ought to just be like, yeah, we'll take your number two, and we'll take <laughs> your number twelve as well. You know the the. Yeah, or or the Colts. Colts only have one pick in the first round, but um, yeah, that I mean that would be particularly nice. Um, Houston with yeah two and twelve. You got. I keep wondering if the Bears would mess with Detroit, or if Detroit would mess with the Bears. And when I say mess with, deal with six and eighteen for Detroit right now. So that's pretty interesting. How far would the Bears go down to to still get? Man, I, I if I don't want them getting out of the top ten. That, that I mean, that's for okay. sure. I mean, you got to have a pick in the in the at least the top ten, and then you know maybe even maybe between ten and twenty as well. I don't like it if they start getting towards the end of the first round. And I know that there is value there, but as much as you do need volume, I understand that. Like we're all hitting everybody over the head with all of these all of the holes that the Bears have. You still. Special, you still need some special in the NFL too. So yeah, you need volume, but sometimes that one mother bleeper out there is more valuable than three or four guys altogether. He's Mark Grody, and he's talking Bears here on Score. Our phone number at the Score, the listener line, our listener line powered by BetQL. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download the BetQL app today or visit betql.com. The number is 312-644-6767, and that number was dialed by this person. Welcome to the score, caller. Hello? Toby? Is the answer Jesus? <laughs> That's 46 years ago today, that movie debuted with Ned Braden asking that question. Is the answer yeah, Jesus? Yeah, I play a lot. Toby. Thanks for playing our hey, game. Hey, guys. How are you, buddy? It's good to hear your voice. I'm good. I, was think, I was thinking about you the other day, man. I hadn't heard. Sometimes oh, yeah. you and I correspond. I hadn't heard you on the score in a long time. So I was like, yeah. man, I hope Toby's doing okay. I haven't heard from him in a minute. How you he's, doing, buddy? He's doing okay. 
Glad to hear you got a new show coming up. That's cool. Thanks, dude. Yeah. Will there be any uh, discussion of the pitch clock on that show? (laughs) I God, I hope not, man. There is nothing worse than rules talk on any show that I host will only last five minutes. (laughs) That's it. Rules talk sucks. Awesome. Well, but I am interested to see how this goes. How what goes? The draft? The, the, or my, the, or well, my the, new work? The baseball. All of it, really. Oh, you're talking the about baseball. the rules club. Oh, so you're really into the, into the no, clock. No, not you, really. Okay. I think it's, actually think it's awesome. I just don't like talking Me about too. it. Me too. Because I think it's lame. Yeah. No, it. I just want to watch it. I just want right, to right, right. Just... I think it's interesting because we kind of have an idea of what's going to happen, but. I mean, you think know. about if you're if you're growing up and like somebody here's a podcast about rules. Would you listen to that podcast? Here's a here's a podcast about rules and rules changes. Here's a <laughs> no. here's a rules reading from Monopoly. So that's Ooh. why I don't like to do it much here on the radio. I mean, yeah, you gotta. Oh. It's interesting. You gotta give the news and then move on. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. For sure. You know, the draft is much more interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Why well, do you think I do what I do, Toby? I know, and I'm yeah. sure you're gonna hold it down. Right, right. I'm gonna hold it down, man. I'm gonna hold it down. I'm be uh, let sure. me loose in uh, Indianapolis from Monday through Saturday. So it's a carnival of football. For sure, that that those will be the most important. What Mark here heard of all time? <laughs> the <laughs> the nearly award-winning segment. Very well done. Very well done, Toby. Thanks for playing our game. See you, Toby. Be like an acronym that nearly stood for, or, or, you know, it's like North American, whatever. No, it's just the word nearly. Yeah. <laughs> it was adjectival enough in that case. It doesn't need any adverbial at best. It's a perfectly good joke. Well, that brought everything down, didn't it? Yeah. Well, we just wanted to hear from him. Toby. Wanted to no, join the show, him. and that's good. I'm glad. Toby's to... a good. I'm glad to hear his voice. Yeah. Good to hear your voice, Toby. So, the Taste Atlas, Mark. Before we, before I let you go, I wanted you to know this: the Taste Atlas put together a list of the worst rated dishes in the world. How they rated this, I don't know. But have you ever? Are you familiar with Scotch eggs? Yeah, actually. I think I've had those before, aren't they? Describe them. What are scotch? Hard-boiled eggs that are encased in sausage meat and coated in breadcrumbs. Yes, I've had those. Yes, yes. I had those in Arizona, oddly enough. And did you dip them in piccalilli or have them with a salad or uh, they served chilled or hot? What did you do? And did you need disinfectant by the time you were done? I don't remember any dipping, but I remember enjoying them. Don't I mean? Well, yeah. you're a hard-boiled egg kind of guy, right? I'm a Scottish, and I've got a little Scottish in me, ancestry-wise. So, Scottish, Irish, German. Okay, that's what because you asked. Didn't you, didn't you just ask me? Yeah, uh, I just I, wondered yeah, if you'd, you'd yeah. tried it because it involved a hard-boiled egg, and you are right. a great defender of hard-boiled. I am. Eggs. I am a great defender of the hard-boiled egg. Simple, healthy, zero points. Okay, there you go. So this list, which is really seems idiotic the world's worst foods number 59 is a peanut butter and jelly sandwich worse seriously how how do you do this how can number four is just simply a graham cracker 
<laughs> really? Number 44, I mean, Graham Cracker. And right ahead of that, number 43, is Kraft Mac and Cheese. These are the best foods of all time. I, right. It's comfort food. That's what it's all about. Okay, so actually when you say 50th for peanut butter and jelly, it's the 50th best, not the worst. 50th ninth. No, it's but it's the worst foods of all time, and they're doing it in, in order and... And oh, it's, so it is the worst foods. But it's yes, fiftieth worst foods. So your your Scotch eggs was number eighty five among Jeez. worst foods. Number twenty nine is spam, and number twenty seven is matzah. And you eat I enough mean, eat enough matzah, and you'll need Miralax to get things going. Hey, 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 have to go to the cider. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> there will be. It's coming up. I know. Coming up. I, it's past you up. know. You know me, man. I'm a. You're all. <clears throat> I'm a Catholic guy who just goes to to satyrs and uh i've got you know like i've always said i mean like i've got a disproportionate i was talking to my jewish friends yesterday and <laughs> jewish friends yeah they, well they pointed out to me yeah. that i have to convert because i've got so many jewish friends and i've got a catholic friend my friend uh novotny who you saw at the wilco concert oh yeah transfer into the tribe Transferring to the tra- so she's Catholic and she's well. Novotny she she, went she's... into the the transfer portal and came out <laughs> Jewish. <laughs> yes, Is that what happened. She, she's a Jew, um, and her son is now converting. It's it's just it's the, all I, the rage. It was all I was meant to be Jewish, so I I don't know. Maybe it's time for me to consider conversion. Generation. My mom is listening right now. She Gen- won't like hearing that. Generation J E W. Yeah, we don't. I don't know. Gene Grody knows. But so yeah. before I let you go, we have a yeah. web poll. First, what are the web poll choices, Sean? I'm trying to make Sean feel useful here. So, what? Are the, it's really nice of you. What, what, what are the web poll choices? It's really nice of you, Steve. Yeah, we like to make we like to make Sean feel useful. Sometimes. All right. So, it's nice. Well, he put this he put this together. It's one of the few things that. Doesn't suck. So what time ahead. will you be guys having uh, Pete Crow Armstrong on Sears? Oh God, yeah. I don't know. We had him on uh, inside the clubhouse a couple weeks ago, actually. But yeah, well, did see. you guys ask him about Javier Baez and be like, "Hey, are you tracking Javier Baez because he's the guy <laughs> that you were essentially traded for? Do you get? Do you feel like you have to constantly watch Javier Baez? I feel like he's trying to outswag him a little bit. You know, like he was mm. wearing those. He had some uh, some real cool guy ninety visor sunglasses yesterday that uh, really? he was pulling off. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's PCA, so right there you sound there you cool. I mean, like, you no matter saw him what, catches behind the back yesterday, man. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. What is it, web poll? <laughs> so we Let got Mark. No, because we got between uh, Doctor Future Drayle. Jew, <laughs> Future <laughs> Jew, Future <laughs> Jew. Mark Grody needs to know this. I'm gonna and, start. I'm gonna start a uh, <laughs> podcast called Future Jews. Future Jews. <laughs> start a podcast named anything. All right, Sean. That's, Make yourself useful. I got Can you. I be both? Can I be Catholic and Jewish? Is that unprecedented? I mean, Jesus was, right? Is that a thing? Right? That's a great point, dude. Yeah. That's a great point. Yes. Yeah. I think you know the, what? The diva's going to have diva is going to have something like that going on. I don't they I, for all I know, my I think all my kids have and and their their significant others have like Hanukkah bushes. Tell <laughs> you exactly what's going on. If I'm a Catholic and a Jew, boy, the question of Jesus is just really confusing. Well, but you point. know, you're already prepared because the the nexus, the the absolute middle, is guilt. 
and that goes for oh, whether you're Catholic true. or Jewish. Yeah. Yeah. So you're yeah, they're, they're, yes, Catholics and Jews can commiserate. Guilt. Yeah, on yeah, like the things. Oh man, you'd never believe when I started feeling guilty or like what I felt guilty about. Oh yes, yeah. we would. Yes, we believe that. Well, we know you know that. what? This this is gonna. I hope. I actually hope that Gene Grody's not listening right now because <laughs> I will be seeing her tonight because it's my my dear niece Madeline. It's her Madeline. Birthday. She yeah, she's who, the who, one who does you. She does impersonations of me. She thinks that's funny. It's hysterical. Uh, you think it's yeah, funny? Yeah, it was. A, it, it was pretty. It's the first time that I was like, ooh, ooh, yeah, I can see why some people don't like being impersonated. Nailed she, it. Yeah, because she impersonated me, and I don't know if I was comfortable with it. But uh, yeah, so happy birthday to my dear. My, it's uh, always my youngest birthday. of the nieces and nephews. Uh, it's Madeline's birthday. So the web poll we've got here, yes, Grody, for you yeah. here. It's uh, it's between either the reigning champ right now, which is Dr. Dreidel. That's currently uh, Steve's rapper name. And then it's between that or LL Cool Jew. <laughs> right? Oh, LL Cool Jew is pretty good. So, so, you, so you have abandoned... Um, Chance the Rabbi. Chance the well, Rabbi. Yeah, I put it to the fans, and the fans said Dr. Dreidel. Okay, all right, fair enough. Fair Dr. Enough. Dreidel's it's... winning again right now, 59 to 40% here. Okay. So. What was the LL one? LL Cool Jew. That, I like that one the best, LL okay, Cool Jew. All right. Come on. <laughs> all right, we will, awesome. um, we will get ourselves back to talking sports, it has been suggested. What do we got coming up? We what got Mark Chanowski coming up, talking bulls, and we'll talk about Talent and development and make it to playoffs. And I got some talent to describe to you to show you where this guy, this guy in charge of the Bulls has got issues. Mark, I've, uh, I've been alerted so, that if uh, yeah, Pat King yeah. gets traded, you're like involved in something here yeah, on the station. Yeah, <laughs> I am. That's why I was asking about So, yeah. Pie. So if so, guys, yeah. So score live and local. Yo, Chance the Rabbi here is on until... What time are you on until today? One fifty-five, leading up to Cubs baseball. <laughs> okay, so I I would be on if if something goes down with Patrick Kane live and local, we are covered, and I would be hosting a Patrick Kane Blackhawks show between the Cubs game and the start of DePaul basketball tonight. So if you see the Kane trade going down on Twitter, just don't worry. We got y'all covered, and I will be hosting a Patrick Kane show. Maybe I'll All call right. you. I might call you, Steve. That's not jokes. If I'm either. not there, start without me, Mark. Okay. okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair Thank enough. you. That's Mark. I Grody. forgot you only do one. Chance the Rabbi Chance. only does one show. That's or right. Whatever. That's it. Yeah. One show. That's a, yeah, it's a dinner show. Okay. Bye-bye. That's Mark Grody. Uh, we'll take a break when we come back. Mark, Mark Schanowski will join us. We'll talk some Bulls. Bulls, is that a good win or a bad win? And go back to the trade deadline for a moment because the Arturis Karnishevis had said something that – he continues to get exposed for, I will make sure you know what it is. It's regarding talent. What's here, what's not here, what he did, what does he see? Steve Rosenblum, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. It's Saturday Suckage on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. We put a huge emphasis on development. Obviously, you know, uh, during the season, uh, it's hard because it's it's a lot of games. There's no practices. Uh, the off season is, uh, you know, when players work on their individual improvements. But I thought that, you know, Io and you know and Patrick made uh, improvements this year. But again, consistency is the key. And that's the quality of the player. You got to get to 
the points where you're consistent every game and coaching staff knows exactly what they're getting from you. That's the interim president of the Bulls. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast sartorius karnishavis or interim executive vice president talking about development player development yes talent players have to get better this is the guy who drafts players who can't shoot in a shooting league and then laments having no outside shooting just for the record, that was back from the trading deadline or the non-trading deadline if you're the Bulls, if you're AK. <clears throat> last Saturday, last Sunday was the All-Star game, right? You know who was an All-Star, Sean Sears? Larry uh, Markin. Lowry Markinen. Oh, yeah, he was pretty good. Lowry Markinen was an All-Star. He had been a Bull. And... You hear this gobbledygook about development from AK, and Lowry Markinen is an all-star. Lowry Markinen is ninth in made threes and 13th in dunks this season. We could use some of those. He leads the league in combined dunks and threes and is on a pace to finish with 128 dunks and 225 threes. Taven's math here. This would be the first time... In NBA history, I repeat, this former Bull, the one AK didn't see much development in, this would be the first time in NBA history for a player to have 100 dunks, 
or more, 200 threes or more in a single season. He used to be a bull. He was a bull when AK got here. And now we're supposed to trust this guy with developing talent. Marketing hits threes and dunks. That's the modern game. AK's team right now is based around a guy who makes two-point shots. And that's less than threes, right? And it's also a game from the 1970s. So he's still trying to win this year with that team. And Lowry Markkinen is an all-star. For a Utah Jazz team that was supposed to be bad. Yeah. Okay. Well, instead it's the Bulls that are bad. We'll see how bad and whether last night was a good win or a bad win. We'll run that by Mark Shanowski of the Give Me the Hot Sauce, Give Me the Hot Sauce podcast with Stacey King, part of the Odyssey family. I'm Steve Rosenblum, Saturday Suckage, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. It's Saturday Suckage on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. He understands and knows the personnel in this league very, very well. I think for some of our young guys, even on the perimeter, you know, guys like... You know, Io and even Patrick or Kobe that are earlier in their careers, I think he could give them a lot of good tips and clues in terms of guarding different people. Uh, you know, Io being in his second year, I think he could be a great resource for him defensively. So I think there's a lot of things that he can bring to the table besides what he does in between the lines. I think he can also, uh, you know, be be a, a, a good vo- a vocal voice, you know, in the locker room and, and for our group. Billy Donovan talking about the newest bull, Patrick Beverly, Chicagoan, Marshall High legend. Played his first game last night. Bulls 131, Nets 87. We're going to go to the score hotline presented by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Welcome in Mark Schnowski of Gimme the Hot Sauce, that podcast with Stacey King. And Mark, I believe we have found we have found the limit. The Bulls can protect a 50-point lead late in the game. <laughs> hey, if we knew it was going to be this easy, AK could have traded for Patrick Beverly two months ago. I mean, it's <laughs> yes. just crazy. They look like a completely different team out there. Obviously, an incredibly small sample size of one game. We'll see what they do against the Washington Wizards at the United Center tomorrow. But, yeah, it just looked like a completely different group. They look confident, uh, aggressive on the defensive end. And I think the one thing that, that Beverly is going to bring to them on a consistent basis is he's going to get the ball in the hands of the shooters where they wanted. I, I noticed a couple of times early in the game where he would motion DeMar DeRozan to one spot. He'd, he'd move Zach over to another spot. He's going to make sure these guys get their touches so that nobody's kind of grousing about, you know, when am I going to get a shot? And I think that's something that maybe Io as a young point guard or Kobe White aren't as concerned about. You know, they're more looking and trying to push the ball and maybe create some something for themselves. But Beverly knows that he's not a scorer at this point in his career. He wants to get the ball to Zach and DeMar and Booch, you know, where they're most effective. So he had said his job is not to hoist a lot of shots. My job, he quote, is to make sure we stay in steady offense and stay aggressive on the offensive end, but try to make the game easy for Zach, make sure he doesn't have to do a a ton of dribbling. I'm all in favor for Zach not doing a ton of dribbling. (laughs) And and I think you're right, but – but that said, why now? If if AK had said that it's all about evaluating these players going forward, why do this now with this guy? Doesn't that eliminate evaluating players you want to evaluate and have a better idea of to 
so you know what you're doing in free agency in the draft? Well, I think at this point, they've got a pretty good idea of what they've got with some of their young guys in terms of Patrick Williams and Kobe White and Io. They know what these guys can do. They know what their weaknesses are. They know how they're going to fit in the long-term picture. I don't think the final 28 games, which it was at the time of the trade deadline when AK met the press, is really going to change their opinion one way or the other in terms of the evaluation. It was really interesting last night that Billy not only put Patrick Beverly in the starting lineup, but he also benched Patrick Williams in favor of Alex Caruso. So in, in essence, they were going with a Booch and four guards out there, a really small lineup. And then Patrick Williams came off the bench, and he had one of his better games with 17 points. He should be able to play freer on that second unit without three former All-Stars you know, on the court with him. And I, and I think that's something that Billy's wanted to do all year long. He tried that briefly with Javante Green in the starting lineup, but then Green got injured and he went back to Patrick Williams being the starter. But uh, Steve, I think they know what they have in these guys. I think that AK already has a plan of what he wants to do in terms of changing this roster in the summer. And right now I think that they're trying to maybe squeak into the play-in tournament. And if they can win one or two games in that, maybe make the final 18 playoff field. But you know, this isn't a team that's going to go make a deep playoff run. I, I think that it, it is a veteran group, and they want to try to maximize what they can and, and maybe get a postseason game or two. My guest is Mark Shanowski, host of Stacey King of the Give Me the Hot Sauce podcast and calls the Windy City Bulls games and see him on ABC and you hear him right here on The Score. He's part of the Odyssey family in so many ways. And I understand <laughs> getting into the, into the postseason, but it, if that top pick is final is is top four protected, if that number one pick is top four protected, it doesn't go to Orlando. The Bulls get to keep it. I hit the sim lottery on tankathon.com today, yeah. and they finished third. So they would get to keep that pick and draft third, which is not Victor Wambayana, but it's it's somebody. Right. And I I don't I don't know that it's just basketball that is pushing the Bulls' decisions to to keep going the way they're going and bring in a guy like Patrick Beverly at this point. I just think there's such a financial aspect to this that we don't, I don't fully know about of whatever's going on there, whatever they need for season ticket renewals, whatever they need for playoff money. However, and I'm not saying there's a cash flow problem. I'm just saying this has always been a critical time for the winter sports and and people have been being sent renewals, and they get those things, and that money eventually get. You know, if we don't make the playoffs, we'll just keep it on. We'll keep it for next year against your season ticket money. I don't know what's determining that because I don't. Do you think the GM or AK, the executive vice president, do you think he's seeing the same game, the same team we are? Oh, I don't think there's any question about it. I think that he's a very well-respected talent evaluator. You know, he worked in the Denver Nuggets organization for a number of years, and, and they did a wonderful job both drafting and developing young players. So he, he knows the blueprint for trying to build a, a winning team. And I, I was very impressed by, you know, his, his willingness to completely turn over the roster when he came in. You know, the only guys left are Zach and Kobe White. He completely turned this thing over. And they had great success last year until the Lonzo Ball injury. And I know people are are so tired to hear about hearing about Lonzo Ball, of course, was shut down for the season earlier this week. But, you know, I think at the trade deadline, Steve, they, they probably had some things on the table that they looked at, but some of the trades may have inched them over the luxury tax line. And, and that's another thing Bulls fans are tired of hearing about. But Jerry Reinsdorf has been steadfast in saying, 
I'll only pay the luxury tax if we're a championship contending team. And this is not a championship contending team right now. So they were able to bring in Patrick Beverly at the, you know, a prorated portion of the veterans minimum, which kept them below the tax line. I mean, we're talking about tens of millions of dollars that come into teams that are below that luxury tax threshold. And and the bulls aren't going to turn away that free money unless they really have a chance to make a deep run in the playoffs. I think this summer, you're going to see somebody moved, either Zach or DeMar. I think you'll see more draft picks added so that they can continue to, to build a younger foundation behind their vets. And I think that you're going to see some significant trades and changes to the roster because I think AK understands that this group, even getting the one-game Pat Beverly bump, is not a team that's going to make any noise in the East this year. Mark Shanowski is my guest. He is a co-host with Stacey King on the Give Me the Hot Sauce podcast. You can get it on the Odyssey platform, just like you're getting this show. So you mentioned Zach. Is it, well, I think some guy's going to get moved. There's such a great investment in AK's. He he gave him the $215 million and Zach signed it. He's here, and he, in my view, he doesn't know how to be a leader, but he certainly wants the ball before he dribbles it off his knee and it goes out of bounds. He's not shown to be a guy down the stretch you want with the ball, not this year anyways. I don't know how his trade value gets increased, but when you when you just said it, you think somebody gets moved. I don't think it's a it's a an offhand thing or a minor thing when it involves Zach Levine and AK's first big contract and how he moves that, how does he sell that? I guess it's a victory that he could move that contract for a guy who isn't playing out the way you thought it would be. It just doesn't, I, I think there's an obstacle there. Am I, am I wrong? Do I know? Am I missing something? Well, the biggest obstacle I think is trying to move a contract of that size with a player that hasn't really had a lot of success in the postseason. But when you look at what the going rate is for players who are not superstars, but who are fringe level all-stars, I mean, look at the return that Cleveland got, or excuse me, that Utah got for Donovan Mitchell and that uh, Rudy Gobert also going to Minnesota. I mean, Rudy Gobert is a one-trick pony. I mean, he's a shot blocker and, and a rebounder. He is not going to score. He really doesn't impact winning at a high level. And the Utah Jazz were able to get four first-round draft picks and three players for him. And then in the Donovan Mitchell trade, Utah got multiple draft picks in addition to Lowry Markkinen, who's now an all-star, and Colin Sexton is a very good young guard. So the point is that if you put Zach on the market, I think Zach is a comparable player to Donovan Mitchell. I mean, obviously Mitchell has emerged this year, as, as you'd say you'd probably rather have him over Zach. But going into the season, you'd say those are very comparable guys. And if uh, Mitchell can bring three players and four draft picks, you know, Zach should be, if not at that level, should bring you back a really nice package. Uh, there have been rumors of the Knicks offering three players and multiple picks for Zach at the deadline. And, and those are kind of the kind of discussions that they could probably have again this summer. It's important for Zach to finish the season strong, stay healthy. He had a really efficient game last night, 32 points on 12 and 17 from the field. And he looked very comfortable with, uh, with a veteran point guard to get him the ball. So hopefully Zach finishes the season strong and, and the Bulls can make a decision either to keep him and build around him and maybe move DeMar DeRozan to another squad or if they decide that uh, that Zach isn't what they want as, as their focal piece of this whole project, then maybe they move him along. So keeping Zach would be their best hope 
to make the playoffs this year, that seems to be, in my world, financially driven, season ticket renewal driven. By the time you get to the point where you're going to trade them in advance of the draft or free agency or whenever they, they allow that season to open up in June, you've you've gotten your money in if you're a sports team. Right. You've gotten right. a winner team. So I think that's driving it. The, the New York part of this always seemed real to me because they love their names. They love the, the, the headlines. They love all of that. I can't see their coach loving that guy and the way he plays defense. You know that, Coach. You know that, Coach. Yeah, well, Tibbs had Zach when he was a rookie uh, out in Minnesota, and he tried to let him play some point guard, which is really an interesting thing when you consider the career <laughs> evolution of, of Zach Levine. But, yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, Tibbs had to be consulted because Leon Rose is the guy who was running basketball operations, and he's gotten all kinds of flack in New York for not being able to – execute a trade for Donovan Mitchell when Mitchell wanted to come to the Knicks. And, you know, he's under a lot of pressure to try to deliver a a star. They really got lucky with Jalen Brunson, the local kid, who's really come into his own this year. I mean, he should have been on the all-star team. He's having a fantastic year for the Knicks. And the Knicks might pass Brooklyn and and get to five in the East by the time we get to the playoffs. Um, So they want to continue to add stars to that whole Madison Square Garden, you know, the world's most famous arena experience. And Zach, I guess, you know, in terms of the New York fan base, seems really attractive. So that that's that's a storyline to watch. I mean, we, we might see Patrick Kane heading to New York in the next couple of days. So, you know, New York is always looking for star power, and apparently Zach Levine is one of the names that they have their eyes on. All right. We have a Patrick Kane update of sorts, and we'll do that uh, after we say goodbye to Mr. Shanowski. Thank you for joining me, Mark. I appreciate it. Thanks for the information. Yeah, it's kind of sad, uh, the Caner era coming to an end. I mean, three cups, though. I mean, you can't, can't complain about the results that were produced during the Kane and Jays era, but it, it is going to be sad if, indeed, uh, Kane is traded in these next couple of days. But, Steve, thank you so much for having me on, and we'll see if this Patrick Beverly thing has some likes to it, see if they can, they can run, it, run some consistent play for a few He's weeks. a kid I love rooting for. I love rooting yeah. for him. Yeah. I love that. He's like Caruso with noise. And I yeah. love that kind of game, that kind of contribution. And he's so happy to be in his hometown doing it. We've seen guys like that before. And I think it's a great story. I just, like you said earlier, you know, it, Thanksgiving would have been the time to make this move. Right. And, and he's great for us. He never, yes. he'll talk to anyone with a microphone or a pen and a pad. He's or even if you don't, he'll, he'll, yeah, he'll, <laughs> he'll just go door to door if he needs to. Thanks, Mark. All right. Thanks, Steve. Mark Shanowski of the Give Me the Hot Sauce podcast with Stacey King. So take a break. We can come back. Some stuff, hockey stuff, Patrick Kane. What we know at this point about Patrick Kane, and um, there's some other hockey stuff to be noted today and from this week. I'm Steve Rosenblum, Saturday Suckage. Thanks for listening. Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? 
Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future, in vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.